Hey everyone, welcome to the Case by Casey podcast. I'm your host, Jethro Casey, and if you're a new listener, this podcast is all about uncovering the secrets to success, one case at a time. I'll be interviewing amazing guests to try and understand what it means to win and succeed in life. If you want to go faster, you go alone, but if you want to go further, we go together. So join me on trying to figure out the secrets to success. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Case by Casey. And today I'm going to be talking about a podcasting conference that I went to. It's called PodFest. And it was my first conference, and it was just really amazing. I listen to motivational speakers, and one of the things they talk about is going to these conferences and just going to these workshops and having these experiences, right? And I didn't quite understand the power or the impact that one would have. So I went on this last Wednesday, and it was last Wednesday to Sunday. I don't really have notes for this episode, guys, so my brain's going to be going everywhere, but it's going to be okay. So I went last Wednesday, and like I said, it was my first conference, and it was kind of, it was a not kind of, it was a mindset shift for me, and I learned a lot, and I'm excited to share what I learned, and right now... I'm not only feeling empowered, but I'm feeling more clear on what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. There's a lot of information uh, learned there, and you know that's a great thing. But also, after a while, just like it was in kind of like classroom setup, so every thirty minutes there would be like another session, right? And everybody was teaching something during the session, so. One could have been like, how do you leverage LinkedIn to grow your podcast? Another would, how to monetize your podcast. Another was how to build a community. So a bunch of different sessions about a variety of different topics, right? And that was amazing. That was that was really amazing because I got to learn a lot. But at some point, it's like, how much more information can you learn? Because I was getting, honestly, like, uh, it's like a new term I learned, analysis paralysis. Like, too much information was coming in. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, I have so much to go back home to kind of skim through and and understand what I should be using, what I shouldn't be using. So after a while, I kind of stopped going to as many sessions and kind of talking to the people. And I'm excited to share what I learned from people at this conference as well. So one of the questions and kind of like limiting beliefs that I had about myself was, was I'm 21, right? And most of the people there were much older, well into their careers, right? Maybe they've been podcasting for a while. Maybe they just started. There was a variety of different people, right? But being younger, I had this idea of how can I help someone who already has what? How can I help someone who already has everything that they want? And what do I mean by this? I mean, if there's somebody there, right? Let's say you're a CEO or you're a business owner, right? You're making a lot of money. How can a 21-year-old help you, right? That was kind of the question that I had for a lot of the the trip. And it was interesting. I felt like this was a, a huge limiting belief that I had was thinking that I don't have, not that I don't have, but I can't provide value to someone who's already made it, quote unquote, made it or quote unquote successful, right? And the way I got over this limiting belief was through conversation. And it was very interesting because I would ask people this question, and the first person who I asked, I was on a Starbucks line, right? I just introduced myself. I was like, hey, man, like, like, what's up? Like, what do you do? And he's like, actually, yeah, I'm a CEO and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, well, like, 
I was met I met so many business owners there. It felt like almost every other person I talked to was some type of business owner, had maybe multiple businesses. There's people there who just like built businesses and sold and like and uh sold them and kind of just that's that was like their instead of like being a business owner, they would just build them and kind of sell them, right? So it was just talking to all these different people made me realize that being a business owner more and more importantly this trigger word, not trigger word, but this buzzword, entrepreneur, right? So many people seem obsessed with being an entrepreneur. And what this conference really made me realize was being an entrepreneur isn't special. The the people who are talking, who I was talking to, weren't any different than you and I. And I, and I truly promise you that. And maybe it's like hard to believe because that was a limiting belief that I had was to be an entrepreneur, you need to be special, or you need to be different, or you need to have something different about you. And I don't think that's true necessarily because the people there were just everyday people who like, if I didn't ask, I would have no idea that they were an entrepreneur, that they were a business owner or business owners. Right. And this stems all the way back from summer. I had, I was a, in an internship and I was lucky enough to have lunch with the the CEO and it was a group thing, so it was like all the top executives of the company. And I asked the CEO, this limiting belief comes back. I asked him, like, hey, like, are all CEOs kind of like you? And what the answer I was expecting was, yeah, like, CEOs. Are, and he was an introverted person, right? Very introverted, analytical type of person. And I was I was like, oh, man, I guess all CEOs are like this. But he's like, no, man, I've met extroverted CEOs, I met introverted CEOs, I met CEOs who like to ride bikes, et cetera. I'm, I'm not exactly, that's not exactly what he said. But basically, there was a variety of CEOs. And now thinking about it, like that was, that whole limiting belief was because, let's say, I never viewed myself as a business person as well. I always thought business just wasn't something that I was meant to meant to do, right? But I realized that limiting belief of thinking a CEO had to be a certain way was so that once it was revealed to me that a CEO could be anybody, there was no reason or an entrepreneur could be anybody, that it wasn't, that I had not no choice, but there was no reason that I shouldn't be ambitious and looking towards being an entrepreneur, right? Because now it's like, hey, Jethro, you don't have this excuse. So I also want you to reflect on, are you creating an excuse on your head to not go after the dreams or the the things that you want, the desires that you have in your own life. Because I realized for a while that I was creating these own blockades, these limiting beliefs. I've said it like so many times now, but <laughs> these limiting beliefs in my own head. And I didn't become aware of it until I started asking questions. And something amazing is that questions are the answers. So yeah, I truly just realized successful people aren't any different. And the question I had for these successful people, these, these, and I really truly met some like amazing people, people who are Hollywood producers. I met world champ, like two world champions. I met, and I'm like, bro, you're a world champion. Isn't that like insane <laughs> to you? And yeah, I met so many amazing people, huge podcasters, podcasters who were getting uh, a million downloads, a hundred downloads. I met uh, people who I used to watch on YouTube as a kid. So it was crazy. And what I've realized is that one podcasting is literally for anybody. There is, you can really literally create a podcast about anything. I'm sure if you type in a podcast to Spotify or an idea into Spotify or Apple, Apple podcast is already a podcast about it. But the question that I had for these successful people was how can I provide value 
as a 21 year old or as somebody young to you who already has their business set up, who already has the money, et cetera. Right. And the, I think the best answer that I received was one, don't ask that question. And that might seem confusing at first, but one of the, one of the people there told me his name was Jay. He told me, if you ask us, if you ask that person, the person who you want to be like, maybe or a person who is where you want to be like, or who is where you want to be, if you ask them, hey, how can I help you? That makes it a chore for them. And what and what do I mean by this? He explained this very well. He said, if I have to find you something to help me with, that means you're creating more work for me. So the advice he gave me was to understand what that person needs help with and come with a solution that they didn't even know that they needed. And this was like huge to me because at the end of the day, this was communication. This was being a people person at the end of the day, knowing what somebody else needs and providing them value that way. And that's a huge game changer for me because now I'm going to try and see how I can use that in my own life. You know, I take pride in in being a people person or wanting to be, a, I think I am a people person, but wanting to be the best people person that I can be, wanting to be the best communicator I can be. So even with what I've learned so far, there's still much to learn. So something else that I, I realized there was, you know, I was I was uh, praying and I wanted God to let light be in my life, right? Let me be a light onto others. And going to the to the podcast conference, something that people told me, and I, and I do take pride with this and I want to share it with you guys because, you know, I was having these doubts of, am I, am I, am I supposed to be in this room, right? And talking about glow, right? And how a person can glow. I had brought up to a few people about like that episode and I was surprised to see how interested these people who I thought seemingly would not know everything, but would have so much more experience, which they did, were actually interested in what I had to say. And they were listening to me, you know, part of, and this is is another side topic, but I was having a conversation and as somebody who I consider myself a good listener, and if you like to consider yourself a good listener as well, something that kind of happened to me during the PodFest conference, which I wasn't even, I don't know if this this happened to me before, but was, I was trying to listen so much, right, that whenever I would talk, I would feel as if I was talking too much. And I was like, man, should I maybe listen? So having these like battles in your head, right? They were really stupid. Like, but I guess that came back from, let's say another, the trigger word, the buzzword, limiting belief, right? Of saying what I think wasn't valuable. So maybe I should stop talking and I should start listening. But going back to having a great energy and glow, right? So I explained in another episode, Think Solo Case 14, about how you can have a glow. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. And also, if you aren't followed or if you've never left a review, if you're enjoying this episode so far, just share it with a friend. That would help a lot. And yeah, just share it with a friend if you're enjoying it so far. But on having this energy, right? A couple people had told me that I had like a good energy and I had a conversation with these with two women who were like energy coaches and this might sound like woo woo to you. Right. But I truly believe that everybody does carry their own energy. Right. And depending on your energy, the, the light that I would like to say in your, in your, that you have in you 
and part of what the the O and glow that I said was overflowing, that when you just have so much in you that you have nowhere else to to bring it except outside of you, and people can feel that. And the one of the world champions, he uh, texted me after, and I'm actually <laughs> very uh, not prideful in this, but happy, and I want to share this with with you guys because he said I have a great energy, and that really meant a lot to me because him being a world champion, he must have been around some of probably like the hard hardest working one like just some of the like amazing people you know like what what does it take to become a world champion so for him to say that to me that really meant, meant a lot to me and that also helped me realize that um you know imposter syndrome is something that a lot of people deal with but I don't claim imposter syndrome anymore I used to but it made me realize that hey like I do belong and that not only do I belong but you belong too you just have to believe that you belong so another thing was that I learned was the power of having someone speak life into you. So in the Bible, it talks about life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I didn't realize like how powerful this was. So before I go into specifically like what happened to me, which made me feel empowered, was there, there's this thing, there's this, uh, Instagram called Mind Valley and the person, his name is Vision, and he owns his company, and he basically tries to kind of unlock human consciousness. Highly recommend you check his stuff out because it's very interesting. And it talks about brainwaves, and I'm not going to get into that, but it's it's super interesting. And one of the experiments they did was they had two plants, right? And for these two plants, they had they gave them the same amount of nutrition, water, sunlight, right? Everything was the same. But the only difference that they did was to one plant, they said, you're never going to grow. You're, you're a stupid plant. You suck. You're, you're never going to grow into a strong plant. You're going to be a weak plant, right? Speaking all these negative words into the plant. Wow. And to the other plant, they were saying, oh, you're such an amazing plant. You're going to grow. You're going to be such a strong plant. You're going to grow to be so tall. Oh, everybody loves you, right? They were speaking positive words into the other plant. And believe it or not, after a certain period of time, after whatever the period of time was, I don't remember specifically, they had, and they had a picture of this as well, was that the one that had negative words spoken to it became what the people were saying. So it became a small plant. It didn't grow properly, while the plant that had life spoken into it rather than death actually grew into even stronger and better plant. And I tell you this to say, like, your words are very important. I don't know if this is similar to you guys, but Let's say there's something that I'd want to do, and I was having this conversation with my cousin because the the uh, conference was in Orlando, and I hadn't seen my cousin in forever. But I was having this conversation with my cousin Dwayne, and I was saying, like, man, whenever I say I'm going to do something to somebody, so let's say I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a cold shower tomorrow, I usually don't end up doing it, right? And, and it's weird. I don't know if it's specifically what it is, but I think it's maybe people doubting what you might be able to do or once you speak it oh this is what Dwayne said actually which is really amazing was once you speak it it feels as if you're already achieved it right so if you're like I'm the type of you telling somebody and it's not necessarily bragging right you're just telling somebody what you're gonna do so for example this happened to me I would be like yeah I usually wake up at 5 a.m and I would tell somebody that and the next day I would never wake up at 5 a.m because maybe in my head because I had spoken those words it felt as if I already accomplished accomplished it so having someone speak life into you. So I had this opportunity to 
to meet this person, David. And actually, before that, there's a lot of people at the at the conference, and I like to consider myself an extrovert, right? But even me, I was very intimidated by the amount of people, and the conversations could get not draining, but your social battery runs out, right? So it's very interesting. We, we were just talking about energy, right? And I don't know if you, this is similar for you guys, but you know, I, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason, that you meet the people who you're supposed to meet for a reason, right? And while walking, and this is something I'm trying to test out and understand more, is that, but I would kind of try and talk to people who I felt not like pulled to, I, I don't know how to necessarily describe it, but who I felt had something for me, if that makes sense. So like I found myself not talking to everybody, but talking to people who I felt like maybe this would be a good conversation. And this is something that I want to talk about actually, which is huge, was depending on how you're feeling, people will react. So what do I mean by this? And this goes back to to energy. Is I was doing public interviews and I just started doing public interviews on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's case underscore by Casey underscore by Casey. So during these interviews, um, I was actually pretty nervous at first because I'd never done public interviews and I had to go up to people and I was getting rejected left, right and center. Everybody was like, no, I was like, this person's walking too fast. This person looks busy making excuses in my head to not stop somebody and approach them. And then I had this one old man who stopped and he did the interview and I'm talking super fast like this. I'm really nervous. I'm trying to get, just get through the interview as fast as possible. And then he stops me after. He's like, yo, man, he's like, you already had me stopped for the interview. He's like, you're a confident person. He's like, basically like act, act more like a confident person. And after that, I, and I really appreciate this random old man <laughs> who just spoke life into me, right? Rather than death. He could have been like, man, why are you so nervous and all that? Like that, that was the worst interview ever. But instead, he decided to speak life into me. And and what did that do? That made me realize that, hey, I actually am a confident person. There's no need to be nervous. And when I tell you after that, me and my friend only got rejected from interviews maybe three times because I was doing something similar was I could kind of feel who would be open to to an interview or would be more because a lot of people obviously don't want to be on social media. But after that, I was and I think it's because of the way I was acting. As I was acting more confident and sure of myself, people could feel that off of me and they would be more open to having an interview. So finally, having someone speak life into you. So uh, this person, David, he was an old gentleman, about like 60 years old, and he had been a pastor. He grew this church to be a huge church, and now he works for a nonprofit. And if you don't know, I'm trying to raise money currently for, for ALS. And I, I told him this and because he works for a nonprofit. So I asked him if he could give me some advice. And honestly, I don't remember the advice he gave me necessarily into raising money. But the biggest thing that he said to me, which is super important, super impactful, and which I'm going to carry with myself forever now, is he told me, you're a visionary. And I was like, uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, huh? Like, I'm a visionary. I'm like, I, I don't know about that, right? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, you're a visionary. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I don't, I never viewed myself as a visionary. That's not even something that I associated myself with. But, but then he explained, explained it to me. What is a visionary? A visionary is just someone who can see things before they're there, right? And he was telling me like, hey, man, if you're able to 
do something for somebody else, for other people in terms of raising money for ALS, you're a visionary. You're seeing something that most other people don't see. So I want to tell you, listening, if you've ever had a time where, you, where you've done something that maybe other people didn't believe in or didn't even see that wasn't even part of their, their screen, their radar screen, right? Something that they were aware of. If you've maybe done something different than other people, that I want to tell you that you're a visionary. And this was so powerful to me because sometimes, sometimes you don't see in yourself what other people see in you. And I think kind of the purpose of this podcast too is to speak life into people. I want you, the listener, to to know that you are a visionary, that you are and always will be enough, that you are the greatest version of yourself. And this is something that was really powerful to me because it's that it's that shift. If somebody who's been who's done it, who is a visionary, is calling me a visionary, it's like, whoa, like what else can I what else am I holding myself back from? What are what other things am I capable of that I've been not seeing within myself that maybe other people see in me? And it's true, like you can't and this is where it gets like a little tough because the way other people view you, you're never gonna be able to view yourself. And also every other person has a different view of yourself. But when you have those people who speak life into you, like David spoke life into me, and he also said, I'm full of potential. And I was like, wow, man, like, I don't know what this guy sees in me, but <laughs> I better I, I better listen, right? So I'm just grateful. And I want you to know that talking to these successful people, they're, they're truly not different than, than me and you. Only thing is, is that they make, they take action. And I love to say this, but a little by little becomes a lot because even when starting this podcast, I was thinking of, man, like, how am I going to start the podcast? Thinking too big. And, you know, sometimes when you look at the big picture, we get frightened because it's scary. It's like, how am I going to finish this huge puzzle? But if we just focus on one piece at a time, one step at a time, one action at a time, then the puzzle just kind of makes itself. So I also met a communication coach, and this is something that I want to do as well in the future is really help people become better communicators. And what he taught me, I, I asked him, he, he taught me a lot, but I asked him something specifically, which really, really made me think was, I was like, who's the, who's the most successful person, you know? And he said it was some ex-NBA player, and he goes on to list all the achievements. Basically, he was very, very wealthy. And and I asked him, like, what, what was the difference between, like, him being very, very wealthy and the other people who you met who were also successful? And this guy was a billionaire, by the way. And what he says was that he was, and this isn't exactly what he said, but this is my understanding of the whole conversation kind of mixed into a couple words, was he wasn't stressful, he was stressless. And he had multiple businesses and all that, right? But Despite all this stress coming at at him, right, he decided to not let the stress affect him. And I think this is amazing because what's the purpose? And this is where I think success, the definition of success is, is very important because if you have the money, if you have all your dream, if you've reached your dreams, but you're still but you're still stressed and not satisfied, right? with what you have, then can you truly say you're a success? I don't think so. So why do I think it's so important? And why was it so 
important that I'm mentioning it to you that you have to be stressless because if you have stress, you're kind of blocked. You're not seeing everything clearly. Like when you're, I'm obviously stressed. Stress is natural. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't feel stressed, but it's like, what's your perception? What's your your outlook? What's your perspective? Right? Because how you see the world is your reality. Right? Perception is your reality. So I'm sure he was in very stressful situations, a lot, very often, probably more more so than maybe ninety percent of the people, right, who are in business. But it's how you view something that really changes it because two of the same things can happen, but you might view, but two people might view them completely differently. So the last thing that I learned from my trip was, so I was flying out at five o'clock in the morning on Sunday and I get to the airport very late. Um, I was up late talking to my cousins who I haven't seen in forever and we get to the airport like around 345, 350-ish. And the flight leaves at 5. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's early in the morning. I'll be fine. And I get into the airport and the line is like crazy long. Like like a, a saying, wait, they only have like two boots open. So it's going super slow. The the boots didn't open to like 415 or sometime like that. So I'm on the line and I have a a, a choice to make. I'm on the line. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, I might miss my flight. And I'm thinking, okay, if I miss my flight, what am I going to do? Right? So I almost started freaking out a little bit, but then I realized, okay, I have a choice to make. Me being stressed out, me being worried about missing the flight, is it going to make me catch the flight any faster? Me freaking out isn't going to do anything. And and, you know, it's interesting. I, I had fun on the line, even though I was stressed. I'm listening to music. I'm bopping my head. And I'm trying to enjoy the time because, honestly, sometimes we try and stress over things that we really have no control over. And I get to, to like, TSA, the guy who scans the card or whatever, your passport. And my, my app isn't working. My boarding pass isn't op- op- working. So I start freaking out again. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to miss my flight. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to spend more money and all that, right? And I, I asked the guy, I'm like, I tell him, hey, my border pass isn't working. He's like, hey, man, I can't. I don't know what to do, but you have to go, like, figure it out yourself. And, you know, sometimes, and I was, I was, I'm fiddling with it. It's just not working. It's not popping up on my phone. And sometimes you just need to ask, ask the question. I saw somebody there. I'm like, hey, man, my boarding pass. And this is after, like, maybe, like, five, ten minutes of trying. And I'm like, man, it's getting closer to five o'clock. I'm really about to miss it. It's, like, 4.50 right now. And I'm at 4.55 maybe. And I asked the guy, I'm like, yo, like this is another guy walking. I'm like, man, I, I don't know what to do. My boarding pass isn't working. He's like, he's like, what's your name? Tells tells him the name. He's like, okay, you're good. Boom. I walk through, go through TSA. Now I'm running to the airport. Now I'm running to the, to the, um, to the, what's it called? To the, the plane. Right. And I get to the plane. I'm like, it's literally like about a board. It's like 5.05. It's the flight leaves at 5.05. It's like five o'clock. I'm like, shit. I'm like, shit, shit. Right. So I get to the, get to like where they scan your boarding pass again. I'm like, Hey man, my app isn't working. Um, he's like, what's your name? He's like, Jethro. I'm like, Jethro Casey. He's like, Oh, he's like, yeah, yeah. No worries, man. He prints out my boarding pass. I'm like, yo, thank you so much. But the funny thing is, is that the flight didn't leave till like 5.20. So imagine if I had stressed myself for no reason. And because the flight, because there's like so many people in the airport prior that they probably just delayed the flight. But I tell you this to say that 
when there's an opportunity or when there's something happening in your life, don't choose to stress, choose to, to rest and just relax. That was off the top. And that's where I'm going to end it off. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Case by Case. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure to drop a like, follow, or rate on whatever platform you're listening on. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you want to help others prepare for the path to success, don't forget to share this episode on social media so we can reach success together.